Jensen and Brie Picconi and we're late, late to, to the party. party a weekly podcast about film fashion and pop culture yeah so happy first Monday in May yeah Woo! Woo! cue the sound effect <laughs> Woo! oh yeah <laughs> uh, also rabbit yeah rabbit you still believe in that Nick uh, I haven't done that for a while. So, does anyone else, or like, do you, Brie? Uh huh. Do you say rabbit at the beginning of every month? Only to you, and only since you told me about that, like, superstition, but it has been a while since I thought of it. It just, Same. I haven't been paying attention to time going by, and, and because today is the first Monday in May, and, you know, it's all about the Met Gala, baby. Yeah. Yeah. The first Monday in May is like, I don't know, fashion lovers, like, Super Bowl, so. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about that at the beginning of this month and trying to, like, dodge with, like, George Bush dodging shoe enthusiasm, the it's gonna be May meme. It's gonna be May. Which, okay. The worst. I gotta say, I, I'm probably in the minority on this, but I am not tired of that meme yet. You're not? I know I should be, and I've seen a lot of memes about the meme, about being tired of that meme, but I'm still here for it. I'm still here for the Justin Timberlake version and the Britney Spears, like the twist at the end where it's like her going, May, instead of him, and I I don't know. I'm not mad at it. I know it's overdone, but it's only once a year. I don't know. (laughs) I think it should die. Okay. That's it. But actually, you know what, though? I do love, like... I've seen the Britney Spears overprotected, like, May. Yeah, which I'm into. Is that the only one that's acceptable? Yeah, I think out with JT, in with Britney Spears. Okay. We have to do something different. I can respect that. Yeah. Because if I see, like, another millennial on Instagram being like, guess what it is? It's gonna be May. Ugh, it's the worst. Why are millennials the worst? I don't know. <laughs> but then <laughs> sink or backstreet boys, Brie, before we get oh, into yeah. this Met Gala. <laughs> Honestly, that's a really tough choice. It's so funny because like where I work, they do the, the tip jar thing. Is that mm-hmm. why it's on your mind? Because you came in and saw that. I Ah, oh, man. Are you asking for real? Like I'm asking for real because I have a feeling that we're going to I was explaining this to my boyfriend the other day, and then I was like, oh, I wish Brie was in this conversation, because I feel like I want to hear what you have to say, and then I'll tell you if it's what I'm thinking. I want to say in sync, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I love Backstreet Boys. Like, I will never, I will never change the channel if either, like, a song of theirs comes on, you know? I'm not going to be like, oh, man, I wish I was listening to in sync right now, or like, I don't know, for me, they're they're equal. I love them both. I have very similar thoughts, like, yes to that, to that point, Brie, but I feel like I was always an NSYNC girl growing yeah. up. You did. You did steal my NSYNC backpack. <laughs> I did. Actually, yes, because that's a fashion statement. I need to find that because- You need to wear it. I will wear that with pride. It's also retro now, but I was such an NSYNC girl. Mm. Okay. 
However, as an adult, as a grown woman, I can finally admit that Backstreet Boys is the better boy band. They had better harmonies. Mm. They had better dance moves. Like, they were just a better, like, a superior boy band. Mm-hmm. With, like, no missing links. Like, I feel like, no offense to, like, a Lance Bass or, like, a Chris Kirkpatrick, but they weren't, like, given it. But every single member of BSB, like, gives it. Yes. Like, all the time. But I know this. As an intellectual, I can say Backstreet Boys is the the superior. Yeah. But just because I had a favorite. Like, I'm a Britney girl, even though Christina's technically a better singer. Right. It just is what it is. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I love it. I agree with you, though, about Backstreet Boys. Like, you're right. Like, I... They're all... Oh, gosh. I was gonna say, they're all in sync. <laughs> they should have been called in sync. <laughs> they should have been called in sync. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I well, don't know. Have you seen that documentary, that Lou Pearlman documentary? Like, where he pits them against each other? Yeah, and, yeah. like, how basically InSync was created essentially to stir up, like, drama for the Backstreet Boys and to create competition and, like, just to get Lou Pearlman more money. Like, mm. take the BSB mold and just get more money. That's so evil, but that's such a... I don't know. That's like a music industry. Like I feel like I'm not surprised, but it is pretty messed up if they're if you have the same label and they're pitting you against well, it's each the other. Same I don't know. manager, same too. manager. Yeah, it's just the same dude. It's ridiculous, but yeah. that's how it be. There can only be one boy band. <laughs> but then imagine saying that, but then also creating, being like creating the competition, kind of like a Weinstein. That just sounds evil of music. Like I a just, boy band. I just picture him sitting back and being like, ha and like watching things burn, but also the money just keeps coming in. Mm-hmm. And- well, and he'd also take like all of their pennies for him, but I digress. <laughs> but like, I forget what that documentary is called. That's a good one. Mm. But speaking about documentaries. Yeah. Brie, and what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. The first Monday in May. Excellent documentary. And kind of the topic of today's discussion, we are discussing all things Met Gala 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, before we get into, so we're going to be watching a little bit of the live coverage. We're a little late. We're a little late to the party. (laughs) Yep. So everyone's already gone down the steps at the Met. But in semi-real time, we're going to talk, we're going to talk all the looks of the Met Gala 2022. But first, let's just talk about the Met Gala in general. All right. Let's get into it. So the Met Gala, it's an annual fundraising gala held for the benefit of the Metropolitan Museum of Art Costumes Institute in New York City. Do, 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 do. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was Stop thinking. spreading the news. <laughs> no. Just trying to paint a picture, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the hustle and bustle. I want to be a part of it. Same. Um, But yeah, so it's popularly regarded as the most prestigious night for fashion, and an invitation is highly sought after. So the gala is held annually on the first Monday of every May, and it marks the opening of the Costume Institute's annual fashion exhibit on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and many of the invitees grace the covers and pages of Vogue. 
So the guest list has grown to include celebrities and people in business and politics and theater and most recently, like the influencer, like an Emma Chamberlain, Addison Ray kind of mm. ilk. Um, mm. And each year's event celebrates the specific theme of that year's Costume Institute's exhibition. And the exhibition sets the tone for the formal attire of the night. Since guests are expected to curate their fashion, which is mostly haute couture, to match the theme of the exhibit. I love that. Um, and some more facts. American journalist and Vogue editor-in-chief Anna Wintour has chaired or co-chaired the Met Gala since 1995. Um... And she oversees both the committee and the guest list, with Vogue staffers helping assemble the list of invitees. In 2014, the individual tickets cost $30,000, like U.S. dollars, for those outside the official guest list, um, after price were raised by uh, $10,000 to increase the exclusivity of the event. So, pretty spency. Um, the annual guest list is limited to approximately 650 or 700 people. And what we know of the Met Gala today started in around 1999 and with Anna Wintour. And in 2003, there were the first celebrity co-chairs, which wasn't it um, um, Nicole Kidman and Nikki Kids and Adrian Brody? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And they just actually, <laughs> this is all it's coming together. Coming back. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Nicole Kidman and Adrian Brody were just coming off their Oscar wins for the the Hours and the Pianist. <laughs> yeah, which we did a whole episode on the 2003 Oscars. If you haven't I know. listened, go check, check it that out. out. Late to the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, the Met Gala is organized and presided over by Anna Wintour since 1995, and it's become a much loved annual celebration of fashion. Um, and the Met Gala is a charity event that is considered a fundraiser for the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute, and it's traditionally been time to mark the opening of its annual fashion exhibit. And year after year, the event raises eight-figure sums. Damn. But yeah, now, you know, okay, this is so silly, but you know what I think of when you talk about, like, the exclusivity and, like, all the money and just, like, actually thinking about going into the Met Gala, like, the actual gala, not just, like, walking the carpet. It makes me think of Ocean's, Ocean's 8. O- 8. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say 11. Just Ocean's but- 11. <laughs> Wait, whichever Why? one had, to say? had Sandy B. Was that 8? Yeah, that was 8. The female one with, like, Rihanna and Anne Hathaway. It's the only Ocean's that I've seen, to be honest. Oh, really? I think. Brie, you would love all the Ocean's. It's Brad Pitt and George Clooney. Okay, that sounds Julia fun. Roberts. <gasps> okay, now Andy I'm Garcia. Like you had me at George Clooney, but you had me even more at Julia Roberts. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> actually, literally, I was thinking of that too. Um, I don't know because I loved that scene in the movie where they like sneak in and we get. I don't know. We get to see all the uh, the costumes on display. Because honestly, when I think of the Met Gala. I think of, I think of like when they go down the steps mm-hmm. and have the fashion moment. Yeah, you know the red carpet, if you will. And I also think about just the exhibition itself. Mm-hmm. But I don't typically think about like they have a dinner. It's like a proper gala. Yeah, and I feel like Ocean's Eight is like the first time 
I was like, oh, this is like an actual gala. <laughs> They're raising money. Yeah. It's so weird that it took like a Sandy B comedy heist film for me to like put that together. But no, I'm with you on that. I feel the same way. It's like, oh, this is what it's like. Okay. Yeah. It's not just people on the red carpet. There's more to it. We just don't get to see. Yeah. Well, I feel like too, like in the past couple years or maybe like the last decade, the Met Gala, it's it's become huge. Mm. It's become like just increasingly bigger and bigger throughout the years. Where like now people do call it like the fashion Super Bowl. But I feel like it didn't start out like that. Yeah. Like doesn't yeah. seem like it. <laughs> no, like it really was just like an ins fashion insiders like event and a fundraiser. Right. And then which that's still the goal, right? It is. Well, I mean, now it's insane how much money can you imagine because of all the the hoopla? The hoopla. I I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure. I don't know. So like have you followed the Met like what are what's your relationship with the Met Gala? Like what do you think of and like have you been like following it? Following it, it yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean I, I've known about it for like a while, but I don't remember really thinking about it until like I don't know, maybe like twenty twelve or somewhere around there. But it, I don't I don't remember really paying attention until like the past few years like maybe maybe 2015 around there like i feel like you're right it's gotten bigger and bigger every year um that china through the looking glass exhibit like in 2015 too like took it into the stratosphere as far as like fashion and the met and what that all means yeah i agree i just i feel like i wasn't really i feel like before that i don't remember it a lot like i remember it popping up but i don't think we paid as close attention i feel like Every year it gets more hyped. I don't know. And something must have happened in 2015. And I don't know. You said you saw a documentary. Yeah. So have you seen the first Monday in May? I have not. I believe it's on Hulu still. But okay. it's like an excellent documentary. But it chronicles the 2015 gala, you know, with the theme China Through the Looking Glass. And so it had 225 approved photographers, reporters, and social media participants and they all documented the event for the documentary, and basically all the other attendees were forbidden from using social media. So it kind of chronicles, though, like, Anna Wintour and the day-to-day decisions leading up oh. to the event. So they kind of had to change a lot of things because of China mm. anyways. You know, China. But uh, I know they had to change titles or, like, names of the exhibit and kind of just their angle and so there was a lot of like more political things that they had to work through but it also was just like Anna Wintour in the documentary was so like insistent Mm -hmm. on it has to still be exclusive okay and it's just like a turning point too because like like you said, the Met Galas throughout the years, like it started like in the 70s, 80s, 90s. It's just a fundraiser. It's just a red carpet. It's, you know, but w- with Anna Wintour 
you know, at the helm, but also just people being more interested in fashion and more of a spectacle it turns into and all the like haute couture and high fashion and kind of like the relationships with designers and celebrities. Yeah. It's just grown and grown and grown. So the first Monday in May documentary Mm -hmm. really shows like, oh, it still has to be special yeah, and exclusive and a fundraiser. And it's just, it's just, it tackles all that. So yeah. So guests like receive notices about the restrictions of selfies and social media inside the gala because also like 2015 is kind of, that time too, of everyone was was Instagram. It was like when Instagram was cool. Oh yeah, I remember everyone. Okay, is this also like when people were like they just like eat a sandwich and they'd post a picture? Like just every little thing was like yeah, Insta worthy for sure. But then also, twenty fifteen cameras were getting better, iPhones were getting better. Mm. Like celebrities are starting to be like being like ah maybe i could be an influencer like it's an interesting time what a time to be alive (laughs) but yeah and i guess in 2018 anna winter actually announced that guests were not allowed to attend the gala before the age of 18 oh dang were they then some of them were some teens were getting into the met gala i guess celebrities bringing their children's maybe maybe i can't imagine well I can only, my only guess is because of the influencer crop. Mm. Kind of a way to be like, okay. Right. 18 and up. You know, kind of just some way to keep it special, like exclusive or exclusive, Mm -hmm. depending on what kind of angle you want to have. But I think, you know, special. That's a good call. The only thing, though, it's interesting about the 18 rule. It's like a lot of supermodels. They start out at 16, or they used to. Oh, so, like... Like Giselle Bunchen. How old was she, though, when she went to her first Met Gala, do you think? 21. I know she was, like, an older-ish model, but, like, a Kaya Gerber. Mm. Like, she started recently, but, like, very young, or, like, a Gigi Hadid, like, 17. Yeah. 16, so... it's a good point. So they'd be out. Interesting. But... But yeah, so we were talking about a lot about Anna Wintour, but yeah, she's been shaping it into this annual celebration of fashion that we know and love. So. I, I feel like Anna Wintour is so smart because like we've talked about her before, just like how she's changed like the cover of Vogue and things like that, like mm-hmm. and just the way she's bringing celebrity and fashion and just, I don't know, creating these moments of pop culture. Like she's very just on the vein of what's going on like the way she chose like the co-chairs of Mm -hmm. the events and everything each year like there's a lot of thought that goes into it from what i have gathered because i I did listen to that that podcast you sent me that in vogue of the 2000 series where they talk about the met gala yeah vogue uh, or like conde nast they do like a a podcast about they've done the 90s in the 2000s like in vogue 2000s or like the 90s whatever they call that one but it's a really good podcast so good every episode i've listened to that they make is just it's so interesting and so cool like i feel like i always learn something new yeah i'm like oh that's why things are the way they are it's always like whoa no i love it i love it's like narrated by hamish bowles Mm. who he's doing some live coverage for the Met Gala tonight. Oh, sweet. But I just, 
I just love the way, well, it's elevated because it's, a, you know, it's like a production. Mm-hmm. But I just love it's like they always choose just the right people for that podcast to interview, too. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, I don't know. It's just a perfect podcast, but I agree with what you were saying. <laughs> I love that. No, it's like crazy to think, too, about, I don't know, what are your thoughts on kind of... I know you haven't seen the documentary, mm-hmm. but what are your thoughts on Anna Wintour keeping it so exclusive? Like, what are your thoughts on the exclusivity of the gala? I I like that. At least I think I do. I don't know. Like, I haven't thought about it that uh, seriously, but I feel like it's – if it wasn't an exclusive event, it wouldn't feel as um, important somehow or cool. I don't know. Like – like, if you get in, that's a big deal. I don't know. I think it's something – it creates excitement. Like, if anyone could go, it's not going to be – you're not going to feel very, like, excited. I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, not to sound snobby, but not everyone can be invited to every party. You're right. It's not special anymore. It's not – people, like, want to go to things because they can't. Mm-hmm. because it's exclusive if just everyone can go it just it takes away all the the mystique yeah there all needs, the glamour there needs to be mystique and glamour and if you open it up too much you're not gonna have that yeah and we don't have that a lot nowadays but yeah i it's it's so funny how like in recent years like this event has gotten bigger and bigger yeah like so much too like I didn't realize that some iconic fashion moments were Met Gala moments. It just, it didn't look like, I feel like everyone now is dressed like they are on the runway at like a Victor and Rolf show or like a Lady Gaga like circa 2010 music video, you Mm. know? Like everyone's so heightened that I didn't realize like, can we talk favorites yeah, like you want to just get into favorite throughout the years. Okay, yeah. So, one of my all-time favorite Met Gala looks that I didn't know was a Met Gala look was actually like 1974. Bob Mackie designed like naked share gown. Yes, did not know that was from the Met. Knew that was like one of the most iconic dresses, but also Bob Mackie and Cher are like match made in heaven. Oh yeah. I love that. I didn't know that either. Like, when I saw you put that on the list, I was like, wait a minute. Is this the dress I'm thinking? I'm like, wait a minute. It's the dress. The dress. You know, the one. You know. Like, even if you, like, close your eyes and picture Cher. Yeah. If you're not thinking, like, Bob Mackie Oscars Cher, mm-hmm. you're thinking this Cher. Which, was Cher the, like, first, like celeb to really do that nude illusion in a like that way like stepping out on the red carpet like was that like i don't know Ooh, is she? she i do know like and this is an interesting like topic for a future episode if we want to get into it but i do know like the bob mackie like headdress the oscars yeah outfit was like shares like act of defiance like that was like a rebellion of hers right I remember hearing that, and I'm just like, it just made me think. Because we've seen so many nude illusions on the red carpet, like, 
for the Met Gala and just and I feel like it's not a big deal anymore but I feel like there's been periods of times like there's certain ones that I think we kind of there's maybe like a top 10 or something of like best nude illusion looks and I feel she, like she's got to be always on there up there yeah also that 1974 Met Gala look I'm sure the nude illusion it's been referenced like the share has been a reference it's been on a mood a plenty of mood boards oh yeah but what's one of your favorites okay um well i just i want to agree with you though with share because like i <laughs> i wanted to put that on my list but i want to be too i don't want to like, copy you you know but i feel like same 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 same, same. same. but i agree um one that is one of my favorites would probably be this is controversial but the Katy Perry burger dress and I don't know if you'll agree with me because I saw you you sent me that tweet that Tom Ford tweet and I have a feeling you're gonna agree with him because he recently threw some shade yeah what did Tom Ford say um what did he say something like there's a time and place I I don't know I have to say I'm not the biggest Katy Perry fan in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I Kissed a Girl, Hot and Cold, Teenage Dream. Those are bops. Quintessential bops. But you can miss, like, keep it. Keep her. It, that's my Katy Perry take. Yeah. I, okay, I I like that she wears crazy things. I don't know why. I just do. I'm here for it. I'm here for this crazy burger look with all the like sparkles on it and the weird jelly shoes that match like it's just so insane because it's like who would wear this and i think just the moments around it for me is what really makes it like celine dion when she um grabs her by the buttons and is just like she's all about this burger look for some reason and then you have j-lo do you remember that moment where she comes into the bathroom and just kind of ignores her yeah (laughs) she's trying to put her burger suit on oh gosh i mean what a time to be alive i don't because that was for the camp yeah which i gotta say the 2019 camp theme uh met gala is one of my favorites i feel like there's so many good looks like a lot of my favorites are from that year really yeah i like you're a big Katy perry burger fan i'm obviously not you're like j-lo you're like (laughs) i yeah i don't think that's fashion but talk about camp looks. Mm-hmm. I adored Lady Gaga's camp 2019 Mike Gala look. Yes. Like, so, like, everything. She she just knows camp, and she didn't disappoint. And, like, I love, like, when she's, like, talking on the phone. Like, she's just looking like, like Barbie. Yeah. I, I know her attitude. Like, her, she brought... Not just like the look, the camp look, but the camp like um like a persona of just like she gets it. Like Lady Gaga is camp. She so, is. I don't know. I feel like she she's probably my favorite look of that year. Honestly. Love that. I I think on the Katy Perry tip, because <laughs> I will not let it go. No. <laughs> I know you're like, <laughs> I can tell you have more to say. Well, because I Lady Gaga won that night. Yes. Like, full stop. The thing about the Katy Perry burger dress is it's annoying. 
But also, she showed up to the event dressed like a chandelier, and then she changed into a burger. <laughs> Enough said. Like, I feel like that's like, like a huh? That is a lot in one go. You're right. Uh, that confused me. I couldn't remember if that was all in one year or is it camp because it's like a fever dream? <laughs> I Okay, like we're going to be talking a lot about I haven't seen a lot of tonight's um, looks yet. Yeah. I'm sure no one is on theme. That's like throughout this, like, and for me, they don't have to be like directly by the book on theme. Right. But so like, that's fine or whatever, but it is crazy. Like if you really think about like just some designers or some celebrities fashion choices like the Katy Perry moment of like mm. camp yeah where it's like you're doing two things that are just like bonkers but it's a camp it's like so confusing to me sometimes yeah like choices choices yeah I know what you're saying like I feel like that one year where they did like it was like a like the holy Christian something. I don't know oh, what heaven, it is. The he- heavenly bodies? Was it, he- was it heavenly bodies? Whichever one that had Rihanna as, as the pope. pope. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorite looks, by the way. Heavenly bodies 2018 is one of my favorite, like, Met Gala as a whole. Same. But there's some looks on there that weren't quite the theme and they were just like, eh. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, eh. Or like um, this past 2021 we're we're on this like American theme, right? It's like Americana. It, I gotta be honest. I don't completely <laughs> understand this theme. Like I know that this year it's a continuation, right? It's like a part two, mm-hmm. but also gilded glamour. They like spun that on on us real quick. I'm very confused. When when did the gilded glamour part come out? Like Just this today? past <laughs> week. It feels like it, Brie. It feels like we've been told ever since 2021 when they announced like we're gonna have it in two parts Mm -hmm. we're doing like this whole america thing yeah in two parts and then i feel like this past week someone was just i don't know they're like oh yeah also the theme is gilded glamour but also it's the second part to the america theme i don't know i'm confused i'm confused and but I hope there's some good looks because last year I I didn't really see a lot of good looks. I really enjoyed Haley Bieber and Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Not because they were on theme, just because they had good looks. Okay. But speaking of like not being on theme per se, but having good looks. Yeah. It's Anne Hathaway's 2010 Met Gala look. It's one of those things that's been on my mood board forever. If I ever get married, I want to, like, look like this. Like, I loved Anne Hathaway's 2010 look. Okay, hold on. I got to pull this one up. Okay, yeah, no, this is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Like, how would you describe it? it she looks like a princess. She does. Um, She's wearing, like, um, it's a... It's a strapless, like, um... It's Valentino, for sure. Yeah, I don't know how... There's, like, a lot of chiffon, but it's... The way it fits her body is just gorgeous. She looks kind of like if the Oscar man had a wife. Yes! Or, like, she's, like, dipped in... 
dipped in gold, gold and then like it's bloomed like, into a princess. Yeah. Ah, oh, I don't know. It's you just gotta see this dress. It's it's you know why I think I like it so much though, Brie? Why? Do you remember as a kid, like I went through a whole year where I dressed like Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Oh yeah, this is very Belle. This is a doll Belle. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably why I'm such like a fanatic for it, but Wow. Uh, you know what? Look, I almost chose. Which one? The Anne Hathaway, like, I'm trying to think what year it is. It might have been. I'm like, is it 2009? Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. Is that the one where she was had the, the big hair? The bi- and oh, that was my runner-up. Purple dress. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wanted to choose that Very, one. like, Supremes. Yeah, very Supremes. I feel like that'd be, like, my honorable mention. Cause Mine, too. I don't know. You said Anne Hathaway, so I had to had to throw that out there. We've never talked about this on the podcast. <laughs> um, and you know this personally, mm-hmm. but I'm such an Anne Hatha stan. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm the biggest Anne Hathaway fan, so. Yeah, but I agree. I also really loved her 2013, like, the punk look where she had the sh- still, like, the lame is short hair, but it was, like, bleached blonde, which kind of looked like a zebra. Oh, yeah. Dang. She had some bleach blonde hair. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It looks good. She can rock some Luke's for real. For real. It's hot. It is. Any other? <laughs> <laughs> we just had to, to, to you know. And talk we've about never Anne done a, we've never done an episode yet on Anne Hathaway. I we, just don't know if I could contain my love for this woman. <laughs> you though, probably right? can't. <laughs> you would like bounce through the. You'd be like, whoa! Like I feel like your excitement. You'd go literally through the roof, and I'd be like, wait, Nikki, come back down here. We have a podcast. Oh, she's underrated. Anyways, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> we've never don't done get that. Nikki started. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, trying to, like, rein myself so far back. It's like this podcast just becomes... We just forget the Met Gala and just talk about Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. I think I will say that if we ever dig deeper, we, especially, like, 2010s Anne Hathaway... Yeah. We slept. We didn't appreciate Mm -mm. what we had. mm. Also, even still, I feel like she's still... She's not, like... Doing the same types of films, but she's still serving looks. She's still got it. She's still bringing it. She has a lot more, I think, to to give. She's she's still going. She she is. She. I don't think she's peaked. I I don't think so. I think she's like someone that's going to be with us until she's like until like Nancy Myers's daughters doing Nancy Myers esque films, and like she's gonna be. Anne Hathaway is going to be in her, like, something's got to give moment. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, oh, man. Um, well, another one of my favorite looks would be the fiber optic dress that Claire Danes wore at the uh, 2016 Met Gala. Why do I vaguely remember this yet cannot? Okay. <gasps> it was, like, okay, because I know, like, I think Zendaya did, like, a... Like a princess version of this recently, like a Cinderella for she camp, did? maybe. But no, this Claire Danes moment isn't. It's yeah. what you want out of like a fiber optic dress. It looks so unassuming too when it's not lit up. Like you, just, you're like, oh, that's a pretty dress, whatever. And then I just remember like seeing the footage of the dress when like I don't know, seeing it glow. It just was like, whoa. 
Like at the time, I just remember it being a big deal. Oh, and it's a Zach Posen. And you're right. It's so just like standard Zach Posen gown. And then turn off those lights, baby. I just think that'd be so fun. Can you imagine wearing a dress like that? Just, I don't know. It feels so magical. Another one, I guess, that's kind of princessy and makes you feel like like you're in a fairy tale. I love that. I love that that's like a moment to do that. Yeah. You know? Like, if it's not your movie on a red carpet or if you're not, like, nominated for an Oscar, it's kind of like, bitch, get out the way. (laughs) But, like, the Met Gala, it is a celebration of fashion, so this is the time to have the gowns and the... Just the craziness, and I love that. I love that too. Did you have any other favorites? Well, yes. So when I think of the Met Gala, I still think of Alexander McQueen going with Sarah Jessica Parker, the whole kilt look um, for like the Anglomania yeah. exhibit in 2006. I, I just, that's what I think about. And it's like, just like a half of like a what is it like a mid-length yeah i'd say it's mid yeah like ballerina length dress and then the half is like a draped scottish print it's like tartan is it tartan 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 and then alexander mcqueen's wearing like kilts and i don't know i just I always love SJP anyways. Yeah. And just her reverence for fashion is something that always sticks with me. Mm-hmm. But I think here going with Alexander McQueen and just knowing his mentality around fashion and his work. Yeah. I don't know. They're just two people with like the biggest like reverence for fashion. And I I love it. That is such a moment too. You're right. Like both of them stepping out together and matching. <laughs> They're like... A power couple. They really are. And this was like pre-crazy Met Gala times. Mm. This This was, yeah. I was going to say, I feel like this is pretty avant-garde, this look. A hundred percent. Also, like, for 2006 Met Gala standards, Mm -hmm. this was like the craziest. Yeah. Which is fun or like funny to think. Because it's so, like, relatively tame now. Mm, but That's true. But for 2006, this was a fashion risk. I feel like I remember this pattern being, like, a thing, though, around this time. I feel like it. Huh. Or maybe it was later. I just remember, there was a period of time where, remember, there was, like, a, like, there was a tartan revival. It's, like, 2009 a little bit. Maybe it was 2009. In, a little in later. I don't know. It's like we just like look like I we <laughs> I know I only to the audio <laughs> podcast, but both Bree and I looked like we were on like a Disney Channel sitcom, and we were just like we looked up to the skies, like we were Lucy McGuire, like <laughs> pondering, yeah, like animated versions of ourselves. We're gonna be like, Boo-doop. yeah, and, like come out, share in our most thoughts. Exactly, we we're gonna take a trip to 2006. I feel like I need to hop on the time machine. I need to fact check that. I don't know if that's if what I'm saying is accurate. Everything past a certain time for me just kind of blends together. Yeah. I guess my point is we weren't like commenting on like Met Gala looks in 2006 like we are now. Yeah. A different lens. Totally. But, well, 
Let's see. So I have a favorite. See, my I feel like a lot of yours, yours is a good mix of like some from recently, some from 2010, some from, you know, way back when and mine are just like the past few years. But I did I did want to choose a couple of the same ones that you chose. Like, like I agree with Lady Gaga and obviously Cher. Um, well, obviously, just like knowing your favorites. Yeah. We can talk about it as a whole. Heavenly Bodies, the 2018 Met Gala. Mm. Okay. That, I, across the bar, had the, the best looks. Yes. Oh, I really love Zendaya's look. The, like, Joan of Arc. Mm-hmm. Like, when, oh, and that, that, like, wavy, like, that bob, that shortcut, like. Fire Engine Red. Fire Engine Red. Oh, my gosh. It looked so great with, like, the suit of armor dress thing that she was wearing and the look that she served, like, just her face. Like, she was so fierce. She was really serving it, and she looked gorgeous. She did. I mean, for being so young, every time Zendaya's gone to the Met Gala, she's understood the assignment. Just, like, chef's kiss. Completely. I don't know. It blew me away. I was like, wow. Like, that was one for me where I really, like, looked at her. I was like, she's, like, a fashion icon. Like, Mm -hmm. look out for this girl. Like... Oh, yeah. And her skin's smooth like butter. Mm. She can do no wrong. No. And I know that Heavenly Bodies, um, uh, Blake Lively, <gasps> who's a co-chair this year. Yes. That's a look. That's one of my favorites, too. She just looked gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. It's also, like, one of those looks. It's like instantly iconic Mm -hmm. she's another person that really understands the assignment yeah because okay yeah the theme was heavenly bodies fashion and the catholic imagination Mm -hmm. i feel like her dress is so it's so tasteful like the colors that she pulls like that like crimson red and just like the headpiece like it's it's just it's gorgeous and it's not um it's not so on the nose, like maybe say Rihanna or like Cardi B's look. Like you know how theirs are really, they say they're slightly. Some people were like blasphemy, but I mean I'm not mad at it because I think a lot of a lot of fashion is art, and it it's is. like also I love blasphemy. I do too. <laughs> I know, like Lana Del Rey and Jared Leto. Remember them? Yes, <laughs> the the Gucci spokes people. Yeah, the Gucci spokes people. They were pretty blasphemous, but I. I agree. I love that. I love that attitude and that energy. But dude, Blake Lively for the Heavenly Body, she wore two million dollars worth of Lorraine Schwartz jewelry. But yeah, the I guess the dresses embroidered bodice took six hundred hours to make. That is just so crazy. That I mean, it looks so gorgeous though. You know Blake Lively. You know what she kind of looks like though. Hmm. What was it? Like that Barbie, the holiday Barbie, like 96 or 97? Okay, yeah. From a distance. From a without, distance. without that headpiece, she is literally the Barbie. Yeah, you know you know the Barbie. Wow. The holiday Barbie. We all had that one, right? We did. Even if you weren't even born in 96 or 97, you had that holiday Barbie. <laughs> oh, but uh, that's one for me. So I just... loved Gigi Hadid from that year, too. Mm-hmm. Cause she looked like, she looked like she was in the 
The Winx Club. Oh my god, she does. <laughs> she really does. She looks like a gorgeous fairy princess. Like Thumbelina. Yes, like she just woke up from a flower, like she was taking a nap. Yeah. Also Versace. But she looks like a stained glass. Mm. Like stained glass on her body. Yeah. It, I don't know. It was gorgeous. And I loved her makeup and hair for that, too. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's definitely a dream. I don't know. I really liked the theme that year. Same. I feel like... I feel like that was a really good theme. Yeah. Because I know the themes sometimes are very nebulous. Yeah. Like, I don't know, this year's theme. <laughs> yeah. Might this, be a little nebulous. It's super nebulous. But... Yeah. Oh, and also for me, I love Naomi Campbell's 95 look. I think also Versace. That's another one that I also was like, oh, mm-hmm. this one's great. And then I looked at your list. I'm like, oh, I can't. I can't just like. But I have to like agree because it's like the. um, It's it's what what is it made out of exactly? Like, what is that? T- it's just like so glitzy. Like, it's. 90s glitz whatever they use yeah like that Ah, don't know what that material is but it's just okay when you think of naomi campbell if you close your eyes like think of 1995 naomi Mm. you're gonna think of this dress yeah and i didn't know it was from the met gala until like two days ago which tisk tisk i know we learned something (laughs) i know um i'm trying to think well i think the the Oh, well, I, I don't know. I feel like I had so many favorites. Did I have too many? No. I guess we both still have a couple left, don't we? Yeah. Well, I have a couple honorable mentions that aren't, like, favorites, mm. but I love the spirit of them. Okay. Like, I love um, Bleachella, which is, like, what Swifties call this, like, no man's land era of Taylor Swift. With, like, 2016, like, she got canceled. Remember when Taylor Swift was canceled, guys? And, like, we all, like, (laughs) shamed her her and hated her? Well, Bleachella is, like, when, for Vogue, they bleached her hair and cut it really short. Mm. And she went to Coachella for the first time, maybe only time. And she went to the Met with her, like, bleached hair. I'm not, like, a super huge fan of the dress or anything or the bleach chair. Just as a Swifty, I think it's it's an iconic moment. I, I You know what? I was looking at that look, and I don't think it's that bad. Like, the people who gave her hate or were, like, it's ugly or not. I don't know. I actually like it. I was like, oh, wow. She – it's a bold move, but I like it. Because isn't she wearing, like, black lipstick or dark lipstick? And it's – I thought it was fierce. I I don't know. I like it. It's a, it's a choice, and I like choices. <laughs> yeah, she went for it. I liked it. I also an honorable mention to Liv Tyler and Stella McCartney for their '99 Met Gala look, which is which is another one that I didn't know it was a Met, but it's the um, it was actually just like embroidered Hanes T-shirts, mm. which is so punk rock, but it's the rock royalty. Shirts and they go together, and of course, Liv Tyler is Steven Tyler's daughter, and Paul McCartney is Stella McCartney's dad, and yeah, just just like the whole randomness of it, and for them to literally just 
put it on a Hanes t-shirt and go somewhere in New York and like Little Italy and be like, yeah, stud this up. I like that energy. I love that too. Just, I don't know, because we've been talking about DIY t-shirts a lot and just the energy. Hello, Vera. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> As I like to say, hello. Hello, Vera. <laughs> but um, yeah. This is such a cool moment. And I totally, I when I saw this, I was like, I bet Nikki is going to pick this one. <laughs> oh, I love There's it. There's nothing that I love more than like two, like they're literally rock royalty. And for them to give zero fucks, mm. I that's, that's what I'm about. I wish we could do something like this. Like if we make a t-shirt together, like that, it's, I mean, we, we can't, we're not rock royalty. It's not going to have the same effect. It's not. We don't have a Met Gala to go to. Damn. It's not fair. It really isn't. Like, I feel like, I feel like, Brie, I was born to be a trust fund baby. <laughs> like, I was born to be King Princess. Uh-huh. Or like a Timothy Chalamet. Or like a Julian Casablancas. Okay, yeah. Where I'm just like running amok in New York City, just like hating my dad, my really rich, successful dad. Uh-huh. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I have really, like, great supportive parents. Oh, man. But if I didn't. (laughs) But I was what you'd be doing? (laughs) Yes. Just kidding. I love you, Mom and Dad. I know at least one of you is listening. Probably Dad. Definitely not Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the homies. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. Touched me to being like. I wish I would just shave. <laughs> but anyways, any other looks? Um, yes. Um, Janelle Monet. So I'm going to go back to 2019, the camp uh, theme, and say Janelle Monet's surrealist dress. It has like a, a blinking eyeball, and she has like three or four hats just like stacked on top of each other. Yes, I'm into the Janelle Monet Christian Siriano look. I just think it's so cool. That's another one that, like, I really enjoy, Brie. Uh-huh. But also, that is, they're, like, that, that's surrealist. Uh-huh. That is not camp. Okay, okay. I understand. Well, okay, isn't camp, okay. You could say it's over the top, right? Yes. But I, I do know what you're saying, like, it's, it definitely is art, though. It's. I feel like it's definitely art. It's like a sculpture. It's. It's got blinking eyes. It's got like ten thousand hats on her head. She's like, I don't know. She's standing there all awkward and robotic. Like, I feel like I really enjoy it. Yeah, I really enjoy it. Do you think it's well? No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I can't get too lost in the weeds over the theme because because we're gonna be talking about tonight's event. Which the Met Gala themselves switched up the theme last minute. Or it's trying to do two things. I don't know. I'm confused. What is a theme? Yeah. What is a theme anymore? So I can't get too caught up in that. I like Janelle Monae's look a lot. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was so cool. Um, And then just one last look. And then we can just jump into this this year. Okay. I want to say Cardi B's... uh, Met Gala look in 2019. A lot of people love the 2018, but I gotta say I like her look in 2019. Like it's 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 very similar though to the Rihanna 
like dress in 2015. I enjoy it too. It's I don't know. I just she that, looks like the red room, right? Like the red that color is just like it looks good on her that color and the whole like that headpiece that she's wearing the like I don't know um it's not a bald cap. <laughs> it's like a um like a like a swimmer's, swimmer's cap. cap. It's like she's um what are those girls that dance in the water? What are they called? The synchronized swimmers. Yes. Yes. She's like a synchronized swimmer, but if she jumped into like a, a pool or something, she'd probably drown because that dress would be so heavy. <laughs> she'd go right to the bottom. Oh. Uh, I I think Brie, Cardi B's kind of underrated with her fashion. Thank like, you. <laughs> I really enjoyed, was it 2018 or 2019, her Moogler Grammys dress mm. where she's like the pearl. Yes. Like the, yeah, the Moogler dress. I loved it. She... I don't know. I, ha- I That's how I feel about her. I love Cardi B. I've always been a Cardi B stan, and I've always thought that she's just is really underrated with it. I, I think people are starting to appreciate her a lot more now for her fashion choices, but I don't think at the time it was as appreciated, you know, but but I just love everything about this look. I love the, like, feathers on her shoulders. I love the fact that it's, like, her outfit has got $250,000 worth of rubies. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's like a fantasy. Like, it's so over the top. The fact that people have to be, you know, carrying her dress. That's camp. That is camp. That's what I'm saying. Like, she got it. Yeah. She's like, she's like, um, well, okay. She's like the combination, too, of, well, camp is, is gay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Not like Hilary Duff, like, say gay. (laughs) Nikki, how could you? (laughs) Like camp comes from the homosexuals. Camp is is a gay. Ter- it's like coined by the gays. Yes, they've invent they invented camp. But you don't have to be gay to participate in camp or That's to be correct. camped. But what I'm trying to say is, Cardi B does exemplify a lot of gay icons. Yes, like she is. Maleficent. She's giving Maleficent with the Smet look a little bit. Mm-hmm. She always gives Miss Peggy, which is another gay icon. <laughs> like I think, I think she gets it. Cardi yeah. B gets camp. I I think so. Anyway, I was just <laughs> this look. It's up there for me. But speaking of looks, yes. So let's switch gears to Met Gala twenty twenty two. So. This year's theme is a two-parter, mainly because of the pandy, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's um, it's the first two-part exhibition on the theme of American fashion. So part one was in America, a lexicon of fashion, and it opened um, in the Anna Wintour Costume Center on September eighteenth, twenty twenty-two. And the theme for part two is In America, an Anthology of Fashion. And the exhibition will see Andrew Bolton, head curator of the Museum of Modern Arts Costume Institute, and focus on inclusivity in fashion. But yeah, okay, so the question being posed is who gets to be American? And it'll be addressed at the Met Gala 2022. Yeah, and... um. As for the exhibition presented across 13 of the American period rooms in the museum, it provides a historical context for lexicon in a way, Bolton told Vogue. 
The stories really reflect the evolution of American style, but they also explore the work of individual tailors, dressmakers, and designers, he says. What's exciting for me is that one of the names will be familiar, very familiar to students of fashion like Jane... Oh, God. <laughs> I'm also James Charles. Oh, my God. It's... Oh, they switched it up on me. It's Charles James. <laughs> Fashion and then it cuts to James Charles singing new rules. Why are these why are these names so hard? This is not a, that hard to say. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if I can read this. It's okay. So as for the exhibition, it's presented across thirteen of the American period rooms in the museum, and it provides a historical context for lexicon in a way. Um, or that's what Bolton told Vogue. He says the stories really reflect the evolution of American style, but they also explore the work of individual tailors, dressmakers, and designers. He said, what's exciting for me is that some of the names will be very familiar to students of fashion, like Charles James, Halston, and Oscar de la Renta, but a lot of other <laughs> names. Sorry, Bree. <laughs> Okay, we can cut this in. Okay. Basically, Bree's laughing really hard, y'all, because she keeps reading Charles James's James Charles, and she's getting flashbacks. She's getting wartime flashbacks and having PTSD from James Charles. But anyways, so we're going <clears> to <throat> so be familiar with a lot of American designers, people that we know, people that we don't know. And women, women designers that some of us don't know. Can I try to read the last, the last one? <laughs> you can try. I know you know how to read, though. I do. You got I just, this. I couldn't get past that one name. Hey, Brie. Yeah? Who are the co-chairs this year? This year, the co-chairs are Regina King, Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds, and Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, and designer Tom Ford. Instagram's Adam Mosseri, Adam Mosseri, and Vogue's Anna Wintour will continue as honorary co-chairs. Right on, right on. Thank so you let's... so much, Nick, for <laughs> jumping in. You're welcome. <laughs> you gotta. I'm glad you're back from the brink. Yeah, I just I went really over the edge there. I really like pictured like james charles with his terrible like bbl like twerking like in your mind like you were you were having a traumatic episode i did i he wouldn't let go of me it was just... you're like hey sisters and it was just like pounding in your head yeah it was it really was Ah, uh, but here we are here we are in 2022 but i've already seen okay i've like kind of seen people i'm kind of seeing the quapet the uh the stairs so far i think blake lively won tonight she won okay but also can we talk what what the fuck hey what bella hadid definitely stole cardi b's look but without the swimmer's cap <laughs> i'm just saying it has very similar energy. But she only has two people holding the back of her dress, so she loses. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Sorry. I know I no, shouldn't be putting anyone fine. down first thing. I love Bella Hadid, though. Typically, I was not really impressed by this. Is she wearing... Who's she wearing today? Versace? Versace? Hmm. Does it say? Hmm. Okay, so this year for the theme... Yeah. It's an anthology of fashion, right? Right. Okay, so (laughs) it seems to me like... Very last minute, like within the last month, they were like, you know that hit HBO show Gilded Age that everyone loves? Let's make that the theme. Oh, is that which? What is that show about? I'm confused. Like, it's like, like um, like the Rockefellers, like the 1880s, New York, <gasps> New York, New York. Oh, it has Christine Baranski in it, right? <gasps> Christine Baranski, why don't you say so? Now I'll watch. I've been recommended Gilded Age so much, I just haven't gotten around to it. Also, if you recommend me a show, I'll never watch it. I and I just have to come around to it. I understand. And also, it just sounds kind of boring. Like, it makes me think of, like, is it Age of Stone and Iron or something? And they're building things? I don't know. I, any period, like, we've talked about this before, but, like, period pieces and I, I will like them, but they feel like homework to me. Like, I love Shakespeare and love, but it felt like homework. It still would feel like homework. I understand. Probably because, I don't know, I a lot of my days were home like if it's like shakespeare or something like that or like chekhov-esque i'm gonna think of homework but i love blake lively's look i want to talk about blake lively's look okay let's let's talk about it so she just starts off in this beautiful gown and then as an homage to the statue of liberty it like oxidizes that is just so cool do you have it on video (gasps) wow that is so cool yeah it's like it starts off as like a beautiful copper dress and then wow yeah that is awesome i love that homage um okay and if the gilded age chills (laughs) (laughs) it's so cool if if the Gilded Age also is like New York City, like at the time, like isn't that around the, when the Statue of Liberty was? Mm-hmm. Yep, like, erected. And- that and it also goes in with just the in American anthology of fashion. Yeah, so, some Boom. of these scrolling through these looks right now, I don't understand a lot of the. Like, I mean, they look good, but well, this one looks. Mm, some of these look like they're in the the twenties or the I don't know. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't know if we can get too picky about theme because, well, for one, the Met is confused about their theme this year, but every designer is also, like, the most confused. Mm. But I'm also obsessed (gasps) with what? Oh. No, go ahead. I was going to say Arena Shake. I don't know how you say her name. But she's got an all leather ensemble. It's I like love her. The oh, look at how many layers of leather she's got. A leather tie on top of a leather button down shirt, and with a leather vest on top. And on top of that, all of that, she's got a leather jacket, and she's wearing leather pants. And it's tight leather too. It's like and a leather belt, of course, and probably leather shoes. 
And probably leather earrings. I don't know if they're leather, but I'm just going to assume they are. <laughs> and gloves. Leather gloves. It's just hot. Like, she looks like she's about to... She's She looks like business on the top, in a way. But also, like, she's about to hop on a motorbike. Like, she looks like a biker. But with a leather tie? Like, she's giving lesbian biker realness. Oh, it's hot. But I do love Irina Shake though. Have anyway. you seen Kaya Gerber in Alexander McQueen? I have not. <gasps> oh, wow. That hair. That Gorgeous. big hair. I love it. It goes great with the dress. You're right, though, that hair. Dude, okay. It's the same with, like, the Heavenly Bodies Gigi Hadid. A middle part, some waves, but then, like, two accented hair clips. Mm. That's... That's goals. Don't get me started on some accented hair clips. I wish my hair was, like, longer and fuller so I could do something fun like that. You could do it. Not right now. (laughs) My hair isn't there yet. (laughs) You could take those sugar bear hair gummies, have some more James Charles flashbacks. I know. I'm literally, I'm like, ah. What do we think about Maud Apatow and Mew Mew? She looks... Okay, she's really giving me the vibes of, um, remember Orange is the New Black? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, she looks like that one character that I was always talking like this. Remember, she had the accent and she wore the red lips and she was kind of pale and she had like the, oh. the 40s looking hairdo. And You know what I'm talking yeah. about? I don't remember what her name was. I haven't seen that show in so long. But that's the, that's the vibe she's giving me right now. But she looks gorgeous. She does. It's also, like, so interesting, too, because she's wearing Mew Mew, and you know how Mew Mew kind of, like, gets the name of being Prada's little sister? Mm, yeah. Seeing Maude Apatow wearing it, and just the look in general, it is very Prada's little sister, like the dress. Mm. Which, I don't hate it. It's interesting. There's Sean Mendez and Tommy Hilfiger. Which I saw a tweet earlier that was like Sean Valjean because he looks straight up like he's in Les Mis. Oh my gosh, he really does. Or Doctor Strange. Or actually, yeah, kind of does give me Doctor Strange vibes. It's that popped collar. Why he's got the popped collar though? What are your thoughts on Sean Mendez? I don't know. Like he's okay. I I really don't care about Sean Mendez. I'm sorry. He I get he does nothing for me. I mean, I don't hate him, but I'm just, I'm not, like, a, like a strong Shawn Mendes fan. Like, I remember I liked him. Like, he sang that one song, and then, I don't know. <laughs> no. It kind of fell off the face of the earth. You know what I mean? It was like a one-hit wonder kind of situation for me. I feel like that, too. I feel like he's, like, like a, um, okay. So go with me on this analogy. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if John Mayer is lemonade, yeah, Sean Mendez is Crystal Light. Okay, yeah, I get what you're saying. That makes sense. But don't hate him. I like his bops. But <laughs> yeah, like he's not like fashion. I feel like I'm going through a lot of these people. Like I. Not to be a hater, I feel like the guest list needs to be shortened. <laughs> Maybe. You know what, though? Joe Jonas? 
I kind of like this look, whatever is going on. Okay, I actually like it because he's with Sophie Turner, his wife. I like his look better than hers. I do too. His look is giving like gilded glamour slash he's in Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Right? He he is kind of Baz Luhrmann Elvis right now. I don't know. I feel like the two of them on the red carpet too lately, like they've been like really just serving looks. I'm really into it. I'm oddly into it. Yeah, I like. I don't know. I think this is better than, than, uh, Sean Valjean. <laughs> Just a little bit. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the white, like jacket instead of like a black jacket. It's just it's different. I don't know. There's a lot of people that look miserable wearing capes. It really is. <laughs> also, have you seen Kylie Jenner yet? I have not. I I, I don't. Okay, the rumor about tonight is Kim Kardashian's going to wear Marilyn Monroe's, like, happy birthday, Mr. President look. Oh, okay. But all we have as of right now at 8.42 p.m. Mm-hmm. on the first Monday in May is Kylie Jenner with Chloe, And Kylie Jenner is wearing... Ah, uh, what is this? What is this? Um, uh, are they, is she promoting her new clothing line or something? <laughs> I don't think she has a clothing line, does she? Like, what in the know. world is she wearing? She's wearing a, a bridal gown. Uh-huh. With a baseball, baseball cap. cap. A, it looks like an oversized baseball cap and it's backwards and she has like netting around it. So it's kind of like a veil is on top of the cap. And she also has like a short sleeve kind of sheer shirt underneath or on top of the dress i don't know it's a little strange is it a reference though to to something what do the comments say i don't know what the reference is i'm so confused hmm oh (laughs) i don't know it looks like something in a movie like is she running away is she a runaway bride i don't know (laughs) i'm just i'm not really sure what it's, 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 I don't know. Oh, but, okay, but Kendall Jenner's looking great. Ooh, okay. I like the top of that dress. Like, I like the different kind of materials. Apparently, though, this is, like, Kylie's first Met. And this is what she decides to wear? Ah. I don't get it. I, I would get it if it was more, like, a situ. I don't know. I don't get it in this context, but it looks more like something like a moment that we shouldn't see. Ooh, okay. So, hot take. I really like Hailey Bieber. Like, her style. I'm I'm very much into Hailey Bieber and her look. Whoa. Okay. That's pretty nice. Are there any favorites of yours so far? I mean, I liked Irina. Irina, Sh- what's her name? Irina Shank. 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 <laughs> it's not Shank. Shank. <laughs> I like. I like Joe Jonas. Um. Honestly, I'm trying to scroll through. I'm like, who do I know? Who do I like? So far, I think for me, it's Blake Lively. Yeah, Kaya Gruber. Honestly, hers is the best. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's anyone else. 
Some of these are questionable. Oh, but have you seen Casey Musgraves? Yeah. She looks gorgeous. She does. I think I don't she know looks if, good. I don't know if it makes sense with the theme, but well, for me personally for because this is kind of like a two-parter. So for, you know, what we saw in September and what we we're seeing now. Yeah. The in America. I just feel like when I think of American fashion, yeah. I think of crisp whites. I think of like a like a Ralph Lauren or a Tommy Hilfiger or like a an Oscar de la Renta. Like just like a gown. I feel like we they could have played a lot with with like a Marilyn look, but also with like a Jackie Kennedy. Like the that kind of age, mm-hmm. that kind of era of what it means to, you know, be in that time. I don't know, just like when American fashion was, yeah, you know, just like the the icon throughout. I don't know. I just feel like they're missing something. They're missing. Yes. No, I agree. Well, because when I read like that, they were talking about like the tailors. Like this is going to be about the American, like just. The fashion, the people who created it over time. I don't know. I kind of, I don't know. Is it just because they also threw that other theme in there? The Gilded Age? Is that throwing it off? Because I thought it'd be a little more broad and the, the Gilded Age seems a little more like a specific time, but it's like a, well, how do you define that period of like, because fa- fashion wasn't really happening at, from my understanding, right? Not really. Not really. Kind of, sort of. I feel like they just tacked it on at the end because September last year proved that they don't know what american fashion is and they couldn't stick to a theme so they're like what can we do to make people you know dress accordingly oh say gilded age and then stick on those like chokers from that time period and call it a day there you go because i feel like no one for this in america exhibition is getting like no one's getting it except like lively yeah i was gonna say Blake Lively, I feel like she gets it, and I think she has my favorite look. I'm just so glad she's co-chair because that look is like, like this is I don't I don't know how to put it into words, but I'm like she's she got it, and that's good enough for me. Do they I'm have, like one person got it? Do, do they have like a best look of the night? <laughs> like I don't know why we this do. is not an award show, but like I'm like. I know that defeats the whole purpose. This is like a gala. This is like appreciating a celebration. And we're like, let's play fashion police. Uh, Yeah, I think we should. (laughs) You Joan Rivers. Exactly. So, Brian, your best Joan Rivers. What do you have to say, Miss Fashion Police? I gotta say, I don't think anyone understands this stupid theme except for Blake Lively. Go ahead, girl. Keep your chin up. Get it, sweetie. I don't know. I don't know what else she would say. Like, um, am I Joan and are you Melissa? I was gonna say I feel like you're more Joan than me. <laughs> you're like, mom, shut up. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know, but I'm hoping. I wonder what next year is gonna be because I kind of feel like I was looking forward to a different theme, and then I know this is like part two or whatever. But I'm ready for another theme. Like, I same. I'm I'm ready just Dude, not to be a pessimist, but I knew September 18th, 2021 that n- no one was going to get it in 2022. Mm. 
I was like, mm. I don't know why they just didn't pick a different one. Same. Or I don't know why we even had one in September. True. Didn't make a lot of sense. No. I, but I'm really glad we're like, quote unquote, back to normal. Same. But, uh, but yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I This was fun, though, looking at all the looks. There's high highs. There's low lows. What do you think about these themes, Brie? Because we've talked a lot about themes. We've talked a lot about how they can really work with, like, a heavenly bodies or, you know, heavenly bodies. But we've also talked about how this in America theme is so fucking simple and no one gets it. Yeah. And no one understands camp. What do we do? What are your thoughts on how to fix a Met Galibri as an armchair expert? To fix it? I don't know. Maybe we just be really specific with the with the theme. Because um, fashion's all about parameters. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you throwing shade? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, be specific. You can break the... I mean, Gaslight, obviously... gatekeep, girl, girl boss. boss. Sorry, go I ahead. Mean, you can be like Katy Perry and like do something over the top that's like not quite in theme, but like crazy. Just you know what I'm saying? I mean, I think they're just if there's some more specific theme, I don't know. I just this one I didn't completely understand, and and don't use big words that are hard to understand. Like what? I don't know. Like <laughs> like anthology. <laughs> Or, I don't know, basically... Lexicon. Is this just, like, me anytime, like, I try to propose an idea to you, like, a business? Don't use big words. I know what lexicon is. I know it's a collection of... But so is anthology. Yeah, I just don't understand the need. It just seems a little redundant. Don't make something two parts if it it should just be a one-parter. I actually agree. It's the same thing. Also, like, yeah, they're doing the same exhibition twice, like, an anthology, the lexicon. I don't know. You're right. Like, that could have been one. It could have been one. That's that's just how I feel about it. Just, it doesn't make any sense. No, it it really doesn't. But but, <laughs> but I have no say in it. I, I mean, <laughs> Brie, you're not Anna Wintour. I'm not Anna Wintour. That would be so awesome, though. Which I always say it that way because that's how Hamish Bowles says it. Anna Wintour. Anna Wintour. Yeah. Oh, man. But I know this is a podcast. And if you've made it this far, like, thank you. Um, But I'm going to promote another podcast that in vogue 2000s. <laughs> yeah. It's a great podcast. It really is. And they say Anna Wintour. Yeah. And they really, like. They make Anna Wintour seem like a god. It, yeah. No, she is. Basically, I'm convinced now. I I always knew she was on some level, but now I'm, like, really sure. Like, I picture Hamish, Hamish Bowles in the booth with a gun to his head via Anna Wintour. <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps growing with power, too, every time that her name is spoken aloud. Because they gas her up. Anyways, that's what I want for myself one day. <laughs> oh, but... Yeah. Do you have any, I don't know, any thoughts on, like, how the theme could be different or, I don't know. I, no. I don't know. I don't, 
I think everyone can just do better. Yeah. I also think picking people that really, like, appreciate and revere fashion. Because obviously the designers do. Yeah. I think picking the right people. Like, to invite? To invite. And I know it has to do with the designer and their muse. Mm Mm-hmm. But also, we saw no Julia Fox. I was about to say, wait a second. Where's Julia Fox? Does she get invited? Does she not? You know, I think I think that's right now at almost 9 p.m. That's what we're missing. I think. But Anna Wintour, she knows these things. Wouldn't she, she have does. invited her? She does. Okay. Julia Fox has to be there. Kim Kardashian has to be there. We don't want Kylie. We want Kim. We don't want, like, Emma Chamberlain. We want Julia Fox. That's all. I, I like... Ah, uh, this is just... This is just terrible. What? Because I just... I don't think... there's. I don't think she's there. But I think people do want her there, according to what I'm reading. People predicted that she was going to be there, but... I think... I think in a random turn of events... The people know what they want. They want haute couture. They want a theme. They want all the things that Anna Wintour in the first Monday in May Mm -hmm. wants in that documentary. They want it to be exclusive. They want to be like, oh, you poor peasants. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not like an eat the rich moment. This is like, you're at the top of the top. Like, work. Work it out. Maybe they just missed it this this year. I don't know. Maybe next year it'll go back to, to normal and be... Maybe Julia Fox will be there finally and have her moment, you know? Brie, I'm starting to be a big <laughs> Julia Fox fan and a big Kim Kardashian fan. Stay tuned for my Skims journey. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is like a very weird, weird day and age that we're in. Yeah. We're like the the icons are not at the events or like yeah or like they're it's like i know what's cool we all know what's cool and we all know what we want Mm -hmm. and like no offense but like zendaya and timothy chalamet couldn't make it and they're the (gasps) youth no also why isn't hunter schaefer there yeah we just got Maud Apatow. I love her. Yeah. But, like, we didn't even get Angus Cloud. Like, he's not randomly <gasps> at the Met wearing Gucci. Yeah. I was thinking him and Gucci. Missed opportunity. That's terrible. Or, like, just a Julia Fox. I feel like there's just, like, certain things that are, like, just so, for Julia Fox. So zeitgeisty and, like, actual, like, people that, like, love fashion. Yeah. And they're not there. And that sucks. Hmm. Well, yeah, <laughs> we want an explanation, <laughs> but no, I agree well, with you, but this has been a journey. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> that we can, we're not actually Andre Leon Talley sitting on those Met steps, judging the Queens as they go down the steps. So I know we have to sign off I eventually, wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, um, but yeah, this has been fun, and we'll see y'all next week. 
Uh, you can follow me. I'm at Nick D. Jensen on every platform. And I am at Brie underscore Pacone. Yeah, and send us an email for any movie club suggestions at the late to the party pod at gmail.com and we're the late to the party pod also on on the gram so yeah come find us yeah stalk us <laughs> yeah just bother us yeah stalker sarah us so yeah okay. thanks guys yeah bye bye